Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news podcast with input from our sources. Researchers have released details for a recently patched vulnerability in macOS. If successfully exploited, the vulnerability could allow attackers to gather sensitive data from victims by recording private conversations or taking screenshots on their phones. Jonathan Barr-Orr, Principal Security Researcher for Microsoft's Defender 4 Endpoint, explains the vulnerability in more detail. Uh, That vulnerability is uh, focused on uh, TCC or transparency, consent, and control. That's a technology in macOS that enforces policy on access to users' private data, such as their contacts, uh, microphone, or camera. And what we discovered is that there are ways to bypass TCC, such that, that an attacker or malware could gain access uh, to those peripherals or, or any user uh, private data without the user's consent or, or knowledge. Um, and uh, interestingly, uh, we didn't find any evidence that the vulnerability that we called PowerDeer was expo- exploited in the wild. Apple issued a fix for the vulnerability in its December 13th security updates for macOS Monterey 12.1. Microsoft researchers urged Apple users to make sure that they have updated. Um, I would say that uh, the biggest takeaway is that uh, this kind of vulnerability is impactful uh, because it essentially uh, gains control over the user's um, private information and some parts of the device without them knowing. Uh, The scary parts, of course, are turning on uh, the camera or the microphone. Everyone's afraid of spyware, and it basically allows malware to do just that. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, our product, uh, Microsoft Defender for Endpoint, caught uh, caught this vulnerability even before uh, the uh, blue team, the team that protects uh, and creates these, uh, these basically detection rules, was aware of my exploit. So... Basically, they were relying on uh, a similar exploit that was done in the past. And it means basically that the the detection was very durable, which is a good thing. Um, Secondly, I would say that we worked with Apple to fix this through our coordinated vulnerability disclosure program. Uh, it's and and basically after we made sure that it's okay and we don't put users in in, in jeopardy, uh, we shared our findings with the security company security uh, community, and it's important uh, that the community to go through that process, uh, disclose uh, bugs responsibly, and also learn from these experiences. Um, third, my third point would be that all users should always make an effort to be uh, to have the latest updates um, because we're always learning as a community and building those learnings into software updates. Uh, so always, always, always make sure that your system is updated. In other news, this week, the U.S. Cyber Command has exposed a number of open source tools that it said are being used by the Muddy Water APT while also officially linking the threat actor to Iran's intelligence agency. 
Muddy Water has previously been linked to a collection of groups known for conducting Iranian activities that utilize an array of tactics to maintain access to victim networks. The group, which has been tracked by researchers since at least 2017, has launched attacks against governmental targets in the Middle East as well as entities in Europe and North America. Cyber Command solidified this attribution on Wednesday when it officially confirmed that Muddy Water is a subordinate element within Iran's Ministry of Intelligence and Security, or MOIS. Finally, researchers observed a phishing campaign that relied on what they say are complex obfuscation tactics in order to deliver a number of different rats, including the Nanocore rat, Netwire, and Async rat. The aim of the campaign was to gain access to victim systems and steal their information, according to Nick Biasini, head of outreach with Cisco Talos, who gave more details on the attack. This latest research from my team is another campaign with remote access payloads. Uh, We've really been seeing this type of behavior continue to increase as more and more actors look for remote access as a primary goal. Uh, What we're seeing is large amounts of ransomware cartels ransoming for huge amounts of money, but not every actor necessarily wants to work in that space. So commonly we see these types of rat payloads delivered with the intention of maybe selling that access to one of the groups that may want to launch one of those attacks. What does make this particular campaign interesting, though, is the combination of TTPs and the ways that they infected the victims really sums up a lot of the challenges that defenders are facing every single day. Uh, This particular campaign began with a malicious email that had kind of an obscure file type attached, an ISO file. Uh, It's not super common, but it is supported by default uh, since Windows 10. Now, once the user did open that ISO and the associated zip file, they were greeted with a bunch of highly obfuscated JavaScript. And once you went through three or four layers of deobfuscation, you eventually downloaded a rat payload from a cloud provider. On this particular campaign, it was Azure and AWS primarily. And one other thing that we saw used that we'll commonly see malicious actors do is they leverage dynamic DNS. Uh, Dynamic DNS is primarily used for people who are using non-static IP addresses and want to be able to constantly access their systems. Uh, It's something that home users will use quite a bit. But we do see malicious actors take advantage of it commonly, and it's something that enterprises should probably look at blocking if it's not needed. Uh, But again, this is just the latest example in the type of campaigns that we see running all the time. Researchers say the utilization of common cloud services and platforms by attackers throughout their operations, including for initial access, data exfiltration, and for storage, is a continuing trend. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Weekly News Wrap podcast.